We pay tribute to these members of the Wireless Institute of Australia who paid the supreme sacrifice. Royal Australian Navy, J.E. Mann, VK3IE, A.H.G. Rippon, VK6GR. Australian military forces... From the WIA, this is the weekly national news service originating from VK1 WIA. Jay McCandlish, VK3HN. Hello, I'm Peter Ellis, VK1PE, host for the opening speeches of the annual Remembrance Day contest next weekend. I have again asked a senior serving defence officer to give the opening keynote speech. His biography reads like a world map. He's a civil engineer who has seen military service in Bosnia, Timor-Leste, Tonga, PNG and Afghanistan. He's had United Nations service as a civilian in Niger, West Africa, and he has commanded the Army's 3rd Combat Engineer Regiment based in Townsville. In January of 2013, he takes over as the Defence Attaché in the Australian Embassy in Paris, France. Here is a snippet from his speech. I wish to acknowledge the five Australian soldiers who have been killed in Afghanistan since the last RD contest. They are Private Matthew Lambert, 2nd Battalion, Royal Australian Regiment. Captain Bryce Duffy, 4 Regiment, Royal Australian Artillery. Corporal Ashley Burt, 6th Engineer Support Regiment. Lance Corporal Luke Gavin, 2nd Battalion, Royal Australian Regiment. And Sergeant Blaine Didhams, Special Air Service Regiment. So please listen for the opening speeches in the 20 minutes before the RD contest opens at 0300 UTC, Saturday the 11th of August, N. 2012. VK3NG and RP Veal, VK3PV. They shall not grow old as we that are left grow old. Age shall not weary them, nor the years condemn. And the going down of the sun, and in the morning, we will remember them. Hello, this is Alan, VK4 Sierra November, the RD Contest Manager. Remember to keep next weekend, August 11th and 12th free, for the RD Contest. This year, a new start and finish time of 0300 Zulu applies. That's 1pm Eastern Australian time. This year, trophy donors have come forth to sponsor some sections of the contest. These include South Pacific Contest Club for the multi-multi section, CW Operators QRP Club for the highest scoring QRP station, VK Classifieds for the highest scoring individual, VK Ham for the highest scoring rookie, and our contest director, Trent, VK4 Tango Sierra, for the highest scoring team. Thank you for supporting Australia's premier contest. Sincere thanks also to participating software writers, Mike, VK3 Alpha Victor Victor, for his VK Seal Logger, John Drew, VK5DJ, for his RD Logger, and Dean, VK3TX, for his Cribillo Log Checker. All have liaised closely with me regarding the new rules and Cribillo template to help bring smarter logging and log checking into our modern times. If you wish to form a team, remember to email the contest manager with your selected team members prior to the start of the contest. All information can be found in the rules. Hoping to make contact with you in the contest and good luck to everybody. 73s, this is Alan, VK4, Sierra November. Hi, this is Leslie, VK5LOL, the Alara Contest Manager. The 32nd Alara Contest is on the last weekend of this month, 
Saturday the 25th and Sunday the 26th from 0400 UTC to 1359 UTC each day. That is from 0400 UTC to 1359 UTC each day. Details are on the Alara website. This is where OMs can talk to lots of YLs and don't disappoint them, girls. Look forward to hearing you all on air. Leslie, VK5, LOL. Thanks, Leslie and Alan. Again, the ID date is August 11 and 12, Alara, August 25 and 26. Special event stations, DX and Beacon and Net Advice. When people think of de-expeditions, they think of operators under palm trees on exotic islands with the world of amateur radio enthusiasts trying to talk to them. While this is where every de-expedition tries to get to, there is a lot of work that has to happen before this is possible. Ed, VK2ARE, Australian Publicity Officer for ZL9HR, gives us a great insight in this report. Months or even years before, the event planning starts and permits are requested, equipment assembled and transport of both the equipment and the operators arranged, accommodation organised and all red tape work through. All of this requires a lot of work from the organisers and also requires finance in the form of contributions from those taking part in the event and from sponsors. Without sponsors, no de-expedition can take place and the ZL9HR de-expedition to Campbell Island on November 28th to December 9th of this year is no exception. This de-expedition is rightly being billed as one of the most important de-expeditions in 2012 and the HARAOA, the Hellenic Amateur Radio Association of Australia, is very happy to announce that many of the sponsors that supported their earlier de-expeditions are helping again with ZL9HR. It is hoped that there will be additional sponsors signing up over the next few weeks. But we would like to thank those who have already committed to support the de-expedition. These are as follows, in alphabetical order. Commercial sponsors are RF Solutions and Spiderbeam. Clubs and organisations, British Columbia and North West Washington, Orca, DX and Contest Club. The Danish DX Group. The German DX Foundation. Lone Star DX Association. Long Island DX Association. The Mediterraneo DX Club and the Northern Illinois DX Association. There are also currently 24 individuals who are are sponsoring the event. For the complete up-to-date list, please refer to ZuluLimo9HotelRadio.com, the website. The survey on the website is also getting a good response, with keen DXers who are looking to get ZL9 on a particular band and mode to move towards their DXCC or other award, voting for their preferences. Please don't miss out on this opportunity. If you haven't already placed your vote, please do so. So until next time, 73 from Ed, VK2ARE, Australian Publicity Officer for ZL9HR and member of the Hellenic Amateur Radio Association of Australia. Thanks, Ed. Another island of note is Spratly. For those who missed the recent 9M0L de-expedition to Spratly Island, there is another opportunity coming up to work this quite rare DXCC entity. From 7 to the 13th of August, two operators will be active from Spratly using the call sign 9M4SLL. They will be on 80 to 10 metres using CW, SSB and RITI. QSL manager is M0URX. 
A group of operators from Switzerland known as the Radio 17 will be active from Rodriguez Island as 3B9SP between October the 16th and the 23rd. Most operations will be on CW and SSB with some Ritty and PSK31. QSL via HP9ACA. As part of the 50th anniversary of independence celebrations in Algeria, several special event stations are active until the end of 2012. Prefix Hunters will have the opportunity to work 7U501, 7V501, 7W501 and 7Y501. EI25DB Dublin Bus celebrates its 25th birthday. To celebrate the Vene Special Event Station, EI25DB will be here until the 30th of June 2013. QSL to EI9HQ or LOTW. The team who were so bad at Cape Lip Trap last August have decided to be bad again. VK3BAD, that is. At the end of August, a 20-strong team will travel into the Otway Ranges. The station will operate on most HF frequencies, 160 to 10 metres, and on 6 and 2 metres and 70 centimetres with contact to the Melbourne area via the Geelong 2-metre repeater. So please listen out for VK3BAD on the 31st of August through until September the 3rd. Further details on qrz.com under VK3BAD. GB0TLR, Railways on the Air. Southgate Amateur Radio Club will be operating a special event station for the Railways on the Air event on the 22nd and 23rd of September. PT0S, the expedition to St Peter and St Paul Rocks. The de-expedition will take place in late November to mid-December. The actual dates will depend on weather conditions. There had been an official ban on amateur radio activities from PY0S, although the ban, which was created for environmental and safety reasons, remains in place. A special permit by Brazil's SEC IRM, the Brazilian Navy, Ministry of Environment and LABRE to conduct a two-week-long operation. Awards Chris Carroll, VK1GG, has been appointed as QSL card checker for the VK1-VK2 region in the WIA Awards program. Chris can be contacted at vk1gg at wia.org.au. You will need to fill out and then print the awards application form from wia.org.au and then send your cards in completed form to Chris to be checked who will then sign your application form and forward it on to the WIA Awards Committee so that your certificate can be processed and sent to you. If there are any questions regarding any aspect of the WIA Awards program, please contact Chris VK1GG at wia.org.au. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Inningham. From the WIA, this is the weekly national news service originating from VK1 WIA. I'm Graham VK4 Baker Baker. You are tuned to the WIA National News, this edition for week commencing August the 5th and a hefty fine for hoax mayday caller in VK7. A Tasmanian man who made hoax mayday calls has been ordered to pay the Australian Maritime Safety Authority $30,000 for sparking a major air and sea search. April 2011, Damien Goodluck made two hoax calls on marine radio indicating a fisherman was in trouble off Bruny Island. Magistrate Oliver McTaggart ordered Goodluck to do 140 hours of community service, set a good behaviour period of 18 months, plus imposed the $30,000 fine. Spam, not in our backyard. 
Sophos International Spam Relay Rankings indicate Australia's ranking has markedly improved from 25 in September 2011 to 52nd in the most recent quarter, with Australia accounting for only 0.26% of spam globally. Australians know to ignore it, report it and delete it, as the ACMA consumer slogan says. Every scam email and SMS reported to ACMA is a message that doesn't potentially catch out an Australian. There's a star on VK4BJT's horizon, a D-star. Hello out there. I'm here to let you know that D-star in Australia has entered a new level in its development, one that opens the way for it to become a more vibrant and reliable network inside Australia and internationally. This has been made possible with the introduction of the IRC-DDB network. The IRC-DDB network is an open and responsive network that promotes the use of both ICOM and non-ICOM repeaters and other hardware. A new D-Star, DCS Reflector, has been commissioned in Australia, located in Sydney and administered from the Gold Coast. This reflector would cover not only Australia, but most likely Oceania. With its 26 modules and other technical advances, it is a vast improvement on the existing reflectors and it would be actively maintained in order to provide a dependable and responsive foundation on which to base D-Star communications. We hope many of you out there will dust off your ICOM D-Star transceivers and dongles and meet us on the IRC D-Star net on Wednesdays 7.30pm Eastern Standard on DCS 014B. If your local repeater is not IRC DDB enabled, we urge you to contact your repeater administrator and discuss options for expanding access to the DSTAR network. Any queries, join the Yahoo group called DCS 014, which is an uncensored and unmoderated forum. I'm John, VK4BJT, President of the Gold Coast Amateur Radio Society. See you on D-Star. A reminder to our VK1 listeners in the national capital, next meeting of the CRARC is August's general meeting. That's Wednesday the 22nd at 7.30pm. Ash Clark, VK3 SSB, will be presenting Remoting Your Radio with Remote Rig. VK2 this afternoon... The SARC committee meeting at 2 o'clock. Come along, have your say. Sarkfest Preparations Day. Find out how you can assist making it into a great day. Plus, there'll be a demo of Hertz's 1887 electromagnetic waves experiment, a demo of Old Sparky and Hertz's experiment. Make sure you get along to Lismore and the Summerland Amateur Radio Club Rooms. VK3's interesting speaker meetings. In response to the interest shown to the Council of Amateur Radio Victoria, it has introduced quarterly meetings. We mentioned that last week. And the first meeting is Tuesday, August the 14th, with Mark Tell from the ACMA. Support the speaker meeting. You can support it by turning up at 8pm on the night at 40G Victory Boulevard, Ashburton. Again, it's August the 14th. In VK4, don't forget... The TARC member subs are due. And Tarkadians, if you haven't paid your dues that were due by the 30th of June, watch out. Bob will be after you, but you can telephone him on 4788-0939. Now we'll hear from the Sunshine Coast Amateur Radio Club and VK4 Victor Popper 
We'll move up to Darwin, VK8ZWM and Spud, and then to VK6. And in Perth, it's Ono, VK6FLAB. Sunfest, it's on again for 2012. It's getting close to Sunfest time again. This year, the date is September the 8th, and it's in the usual spot as the past few years at the Wombai School of Arts building in the main street of Wombai, starting from 9am. The usual tables of equipment will be there, along with great food and friendship. Tables are $20 each, and that gets you two entry tickets, and general entry is a low $5 each. There'll be signage and a call-in on the linked repeaters of 146.825 and 146.850. For more information or to book a table, contact the Sunfest coordinator, Glenn, VK4, Fox Sierra Charlie Charlie, on 07 5437 2183. 0415 662 577 or email sunfest at vk4wis.org. We hope to see you there. This is Bud VK8ZWM on behalf of the Darwin Amateur Radio Club with some news from Darwin. The Darwin Amateur Radio Club are holding a buy and sell tomorrow, Monday the 6th of August at our club rooms in Sports House, Waratah Crescent, Fanny Bay. It's our last public holiday before Christmas in the Territory. Stall holders set up at 9am, tables one per seller at $5 each. Event opens at 10am to all, not just club members. A gold coin entry fee for buyers' browsers. Barbecue at 12 noon for lunch, the normal rules apply for that. And a club auction at 1pm. In other news, keep an ear out next weekend in the RD for VK8DA Portable. We're setting up at the Humpty Doo Scout Hall. We're going to try out our four-poster on 40 metres, pointed to the south. It should make a big noise, Gary VK8BN says. We'll be on all HF bands except 160 metres, as well as 2 and 70 locally. Listen out for us on air for that one. Also, VK8DA will be taking part in the International Lighthouse Weekend the following weekend. This year we're setting up at the Charles Point Lighthouse on Cox Peninsula, right on the front fence of the decommissioned Voice International Radio Australia transmitter site. This has been Spud VK8ZWM on behalf of the Darwin Amateur Radio Club. Now it's back to the WIA News. F Troop is a weekly net that has been running since June 2011. During that time, we've had over 350 contacts with amateurs across VK6. F Troop is intended for new and returning hams, and it's a place to get your feet wet in a place where other amateurs are happy to help, newly licensed amateurs to get on air and participate. F Troop is run as a spoken hub net which means that you only need to remember two call signs, yours and that of the host, which at the moment is mostly me, though over the past year several others have kindly hosted the net in my absence and I expect that to continue, to the point where anyone who wants to have a go at hosting a net can do so, the more the merrier. F Troop runs for about an hour every Saturday morning at 0800 Western Standard Time or midnight UTC, and as of two weeks ago, you don't need to be in range of the VK6 RAP repeater in Rolleystone in Western Australia to participate. Thanks to the work of Ronald, Victor Kilo 6 X-Ray Sierra, and the conference run by Tony, VK3 Juliet Echo Delta, we can now announce that F Troop is also available via Echo Link and IRLP. To participate, you need to either connect your local repeater to the 9558 IRLP node, connect to the VK3 JED Echolink conference. If you're unsure how to do that, the details can be found online at harg.org.au, the club website of the Hills Amateur Radio Group. 
so next week you'll be able to check in and say hi to other amateurs. I should point out that this is not a net exclusively for Foundation calls. Anyone who is interested in welcoming new and returning hams is encouraged to participate. Those details again, it's the 9558 IRLP node or the VK3 Juliet Echo Delta Echolink conference. F Troop runs for about an hour every Saturday morning at 0800 Western Standard Time or midnight UTC. I'm Ono, Victor Kilo 6, Foxtrot Lima Alpha Bravo. From the WIA, this is the weekly national news service originating from VK1 WIA. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club. ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, NZART, AR Victoria and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Heathkit declares bankruptcy, closes for good again. Heathkit employed more than 1,800 people in its heyday after World War II. When it finally closed, its workforce totaled fewer than six people. This is the second time since 1992 that Heathkit Educational Services has shut its doors. In August 2011, Heathkit announced it was returning to the kit building business and in September that it would once again be manufacturing amateur radio kits, but it was not to be. The South African Electronic Communications Amendment Bill. The Department of Communications is planning to create another body next to the ICASA to take over spectrum management. One of the many changes proposed in the Electronic Communications Amendment Bill 2012 is the establishment of a spectrum management agency within the portfolio of the Minister of Communications with the overall responsibility for the country's spectrum as contemplated in the White Paper on Broadcasting Policy 1998. The explanatory document addendum to the bill states that the Minister of Communications acts as the custodian for the spectrum on behalf of the people of South Africa. It further states that the Minister represents South Africa in the ITU. This includes allocation of the radio frequency spectrum to various radio communication services like amateur radio. Android phones hijacked via 13.560 MHz radio. The BBC report that a skilled hacker has shown how to hijack a smartphone via a short-range radio technology known as near-field communication. NFC operates in the shortwave band using a frequency of 13.560 MHz. Read the BBC report at the web address shown in today's text edition at wia.org.au. Olympic flagship stations on air. Both of the two Oscar Olympic flagship special event stations are now up and running. You can follow the progress of the two Oscar 12 Lima in London on Twitter with tweets showing new countries worked and the number of stations in the log. Two Oscar 12 Whiskey in Wales also has a Twitter feed. Details can be found on their websites. Just search for the call signs 2Oscar12Lima and 2Oscar12Whiskey. Good morning, this is Robert, VK3DN, with this week's worldwide special interest group news. And today we'll finish with a timely reminder on old-timers by Clive, VK6CSW. Worldwide special interest groups CW, fists at the ham fair. The JARL Ham Fair will be on again at Tokyo Big Site, Ariaki, Tokyo, on August 25th and 26th. Last year, it involved 32,000 over the two days, with many visitors, manufacturers, retailers, clubs and volunteers. Among the many there will be the FISTS volunteers at the exhibit on the FISTS East Asia booth. 
For all FIST's members, there will be a space to display your name, call sign, message and a photo on the booth wall. Please send a short message and a face photo by August the 18th, 0900 UTC to Sugi, JK7, UST, who is FIST's member 7178. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. New Russian satellite RS-40 was built by students and research staff at the Siberian State Aerospace University and launched on July the 28th. And it's understood that signals from RS-40 are on 435.365 MHz. Appointment of KA-3 HDO as VP Human Spaceflight Programs. AMSAT NA President Barry Baines has announced effective August the 1st that Frank Boyer, KA3HDO, will be returning as AMSAT's Vice President for Human Spaceflight Programs. This role will include AMSAT's leadership on the Amateur Radio on the International Space Station or ARIS program and Amateur Radio pursuits on other human spaceflight vehicles proposed by NASA, international space agencies and domestic and international commercial spaceflight organisations. Worldwide Special Interest Group's IOTA, International Lighthouse and Lightship Weekend, ILLW IOTA and Tasman Island. Mike, VK7FB, lets us know that as far as he knows, there's been no amateur activity on Tasman Island since 1969 when Anne, then VK7LY, and Mike, VK7FB, lived in the number three quarters. From the 18th to the 25th of August, Anne, now call sign VK7BYL and Mike, will be out there again as part of their Friends of Tasman Island maintenance visit, which coincides with the ILLW. Power will be provided by a portable generator. Mike and Anne will be accommodated in the same house, number three, and will probably have their gear in the same room as well. For those who collect numbers, the locator is QE46IS, and the ILLW number is AU0101. And the IOTA number is OC233. And the ILLW continues towards another record year, with around 370 registrations for the 15th Annual International Lighthouse and Lightship Weekend. There'll be plenty of on-air activity for this 48-hour fun event. North, Central and South America have 80 stations registered. In the USA alone, there are more than 55 stations. For the United Kingdom, a total of 45 registrations have been received and in Europe many more are to be worked. Nearly 70 have been received from Australia and New Zealand and there are stations in Asia, Russia, South Africa and lots more locations. No matter where you are, there'll be plenty to work and most issue special QSL cards. The International Lighthouse and Lightship Weekend is on August the 18th and 19th. Visit the website illw.net for online registration and explore it for many more details. Worldwide, Special Interest Group's Naval. The Royal Naval Amateur Radio Society in the UK has organised a social event in Coventry, and it'll take place on Friday the 14th, Saturday the 15th, and Sunday the 16th of September. A special event call sign GB0CGT has been issued. For details, see the Society website, rnars.org.uk. Worldwide Special Interest Group, QRP and Weak Signal Communications. The Russian QRP Club is celebrating its 10th anniversary this year and it's using a call sign R10QRP during August. Listen out for R10QRP from the RUQRP rally which started last Thursday and runs through to today, Sunday the 5th of August. 
The rally is a four-day camp on the banks of the River Ugra, around 200 miles southeast of Moscow. Tomorrow, Monday, August the 6th, is the first Monday of the month, and that means that once again it's time for the Radio Amateurs Old Timers Club of Australia's monthly news and information bulletin. The principal HF transmissions will be on 20 metres on 14.150 MHz upper sideband at 0100 UTC beamed north from Melbourne for the eastern states and again at 0200 UTC beamed westward for Western Australia. During tomorrow, numerous local relays will take place on both VHF and lower HF frequencies. To find the times and frequencies for your area, please visit the RAOTC website at www.raotc.org.au. Once again, that's www.raotc.org.au. Everyone, RAOTC members and non-members alike, is invited to listen to this interesting half-hour of old-timer news, information and anecdotes, and to participate in the callbacks afterwards. So once again, the RAOTC Monthly Bulletin is scheduled for tomorrow, Monday, August the 6th. Seven threes from Clive, VK6CSW. Well, with a rush, we've arrived at the very end of WIA National News for week commencing August the 5th. Very quick look at the August social scene. Today, August 5 in VK6 is the NCRG Hamfest. August 12 in Lismore is the Sarkfest. 50 years of the Ipswich Amateur Radio Club's dinner at the Ipswich Turf Club happens August 25. And August 26 in VK2, it's the Blue Mountains Amateur Radio Club's Winterfest. Till next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4BB. Walk softly. In the nation's capital, with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've reported. You decide.